At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Getting our number six, Betting Across America, designed by BetMGM, Dave Ross, alongside Wes Reynolds. And boy, we go to break. We told you that Purdue had gotten on the board. Mm-hmm. We come back from break. Ohio State has gotten a touchdown. My <laughs> goodness. It's a, I just marvel. I was just about to send that out on Twitter. How did these guys like just get so wide open? And that was actually an end around to Garrett Wilson. That was not a touchdown pass. But these guys, these receivers, you know, that's probably a place where you want to play here is because you get so much space down the field if you're Ohio State. These guys are just wide open, end around, works to perfection. Garrett Wilson makes the DB miss, and he is off to the races. 42-14, to by the way, Buckeyes. Total at BetMGM now 97 and a half. Ohio State, 35-and-a-half-point favorites. Just seven minutes and 22 seconds to go before halftime. Yeah. They have 42 points. They they look like uh, – Ryan Day looks like he was out to prove a point today. Well, here's the thing. And, again, and we're going to have this conversation a little bit later on with Thor Nystrom because Ohio State doesn't need to do this, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have to have the style point win. Cincinnati needed a win like this. Yes. Cincinnati needed 42 points with seven minutes to go in the second quarter. And people go, wow, look at this offense. And this is a good defense, by the way, that Ohio State is doing this to. uh, And Ohio State, I know uh, we don't really talk about some of the derivative markets with so many games and just so many bets you can make. But team totals are also another way to bet these teams. By the way, Ohio State's already over their team total. Unbelievable. There's seven minutes left to go in the first half. It's just unbelievable display. But again, this is this stuff does resonate, certainly with the committee, right? And when people are trying to figure out the four best football teams to go to the college football playoff, when you watch something like this, 
this late in the year, mm-hmm. it does matter. Yes. So people can tell you all they want. It's just the final score. You're, no, the eye test does mean something to these people. And when they watch this, they're going to go, Ohio State is clearly one of the best four teams in college football. So we'll see how that plays out. But right now, with about seven minutes to go before halftime, they've already got 42 points up on the board. And we also do have Georgia with the football still in their own territory. But reminder, this was like 11, 11 and a half Tennessee getting for the first half. So we are about to approach the five-minute mark here in the second quarter. So Georgia, and they're not going to convert, so they're going to have to punt the football. But just to keep in mind for these first half results, because we know with a lot of these top-ranked teams, a lot of betters like to bet that first half, whether they're on the side of the favorite or against. So obviously still very much in question. And same thing for Michigan State against Maryland. It looks like right now Sparty's got a first and goal at about the four-yard line of Maryland. They're up 13-7 to here. Uh, and, and what's become a competitive first half here for Sparty and the Terps? Yeah, it has. Uh, Maryland not really stopping this passing game, though. Peyton Thorne, 9 of 11 for 122 and two TDs. So uh, Maryland going to have to hope that they can throw on this Spartans defense. It is dead last in passing yards allowed, but their offense is chugging along very good in the first half. Okay, how about uh, some games that have not kicked off yet? Let's talk a little bit more about NC State and Wake Forest because I know both you and Scott Seidenberg, who we just had, both like NC State in this spot here on the road. And again, Wake Forest, we talked about this with the college football playoff. Boy, if they hold on last week against North Carolina, they could have been undefeated Wake Forest in the ACC, and no undefeated from a Power Five has ever been omitted from the college football playoff. That's now gone. So I wonder right now if you're Wake Forest, how do you get back up to say, all right, we still have a very mm-hmm. special season going here, and now a good NC State team's coming into our house. How do they turn the page from that game last week at Chapel Hill? I think it's going to be relatively difficult, which is why I bet NC State, I know Scott, Seidenberg in the last segment said that he liked the Wolf Pack, yep. and I'm going to help go ahead and back the pack here as well. They're actually the better team, even though they have not been ranked accordingly like Wake Forest has when they got near right at that top 10. Mm-hmm. NC State has been the better team in terms of the stats. If you look at the yards per play margin, the yards per game margin, also have played a little bit of a tougher schedule. Wake Forest is obviously very explosive offensively, but defensively, as we saw last week against North Carolina, this team can absolutely be had. So that's what your concern is if you're backing Wake. And then plus you mentioned really the tough situation that the Wake Forest Demon Deacons find themselves in. When you get this late in like November, this hmm. isn't like September where it's like, hey, we started 3-0. and You're not thinking about necessarily an undefeated season when you start out 3-0 and and you play maybe three cupcakes in the non-conference. Right. But when you get to November, you really do start to think about it a little bit. And 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 now Wake Forest, uh, they can still go undefeated in the ACC and obviously get to the ACC championship game. I think the ACC done really for a college football playoff standpoint, but obviously you can still get that automatic bid into the Orange Bowl, which usually goes to the ACC. I'm just looking at this Wake Forest. The Wake Forest offense is obviously superlative. They're right. sixth in the country. 509 yards a game, number two scoring offense, scoring 44.7. So it's a step up in class for NC State to defend. But you look at the Wake defense, 121st in rushing defense nationally at 216 yards a game. And this Wolfpack defense also is a step up in class for Wake Forest to play. Wolfpack, 10th in the nation in terms of rush defense, 100.6 yards a game. Total D, 19th in the country, 321.4 yards a game. So this is a team... 
that doesn't give up a lot of points. They're going to give up more than their average right. of 16 tonight because it is Wake Forest and Sam Hartman has been playing very well. And Wake is one of those high-paced, high-tempo teams, run a lot of plays, and that's really the name of the game with college football offense. It'd be like, okay, run as many plays as you can in as fast of a manner as you can. And that's exactly what Dave Clawson and his Demon Deacons do. But I did take two and a half here with NC State. There's still some, I think some one in the market, just kind of looking and trying to get an update on this late game price. But one, one and a half is basically now what I'm seeing kind of on NC State. So they have gotten a little bit of support. I think it's still one and a half here at BetMGM. But I do like the Wolfpack. I don't think there's much really separating these teams. And and Wake Forest has kind of gotten the better of the series over the last few years. So you probably got a bunch of seniors on the NC State roster. Hey, we hadn't beaten these guys. And this is a rivalry too, even though, you know, like Wake Forest is up there in Winston-Salem and not in the triangle of Raleigh-Durham, Chapel Hill. But this is still a big rivalry with the Wolfpack and the Demon Deacons recruit a lot of the similar players. So I'm going to go with Dave Doran and his guys as a small underdog. All right, let's see how that one plays out. Should be a good one there uh, on Tobacco Road. Let's talk about Kansas in Texas. And again, not in basketball, but in football here. And again, Texas got off and you looked at their season and you thought, boy, really Sark's got something going here. And maybe this is going to be a, a really good year for, for Texas. Then it kind of got a little bit sideways here. Kansas, can never look at them and think, boy, they're going to be competitive in this football game. Mm. That's why they're getting over 30 points in this one here. What do you make of this matchup here? Could Texas sleepwalk their way and still cover this number? They might be able to. Both these teams have had some injury issues. I think Kansas, I'm trying to see who their starting quarterback is going to be. They might be down to their third string quarterback because mm. they've had a lot of injuries. Obviously, it's uh, Lance Leopold in his first year trying to build something in Lawrence. Uh, a lot of coaches have failed in that regard, really but have. Leopold... One at Wisconsin Whitewater, great Division Three program. One at Buffalo, so we're going to see who is going to end up starting for Kansas. Jason Bean would be the starter. He is questionable, so they might be actually down to their third string quarterback. Also, is Bijan Robinson going to play That's tonight? Huge. He has had some uh, injury issues. That I had a neck issue last time out, so Texas could be without them. Their Longhorns now have been hooked a lot lately. They mm-hmm. are 0-4 straight up in ATS on yep. that run, but now you get Kansas, so is it like, okay, is this the get-right spot here, perhaps, for the uh, Longhorns? But Kansas has only covered one game all season. They are 129th out of 130, or 130 FBS teams in yards per play margin, scoring margin, and yards per game margin. So there is a reason they are a 31-point underdog against Texas, uh, I'd probably lay it or pass, and more than likely, I'm just going to pass. Yeah, that's that's the way. It, you don't want to put good money on, on a bad football team. Kansas has been a bad football team. So, again, if you've been playing against the Jayhawks, you've been very successful so far this season. It looks like uh, right down there between Miami and Florida State, 17-7, Miami is on the board against FSU. But it looks like a couple ticks before halftime might try to get some lay points here for Florida State. We'll keep you updated there before we get a second-half line. And also – Michigan State back up on the board, 20-7 against Maryland. And again, when we did have Brett McMurphy on uh, earlier on Betting Across America, we asked about Mel Tucker and maybe you know greener pastures ahead, possibly at LSU or other destinations. Very quickly, the job he's done to keep his football team focused uh, coming off your first loss of the year, 20-7 to right now, I'm impressed. But by what I've seen of Sparty, I thought early on maybe they were a little bit over their skis. Mm-hmm. This looks like a really physical football team that knows their identity of running the football and trying to play good enough defense to keep you at bay. 
which they don't always succeed in. Yeah. But for the most part, they do have an identity. Yeah, right now they're up 20 to 7, uh, about eight minutes left to go in the first half, minus 17 and a half at BetMGM, 64 and a half. I am on the Terps here, so I'm hopeful that they don't have a lot of, they can keep at least a safe distance or at least within reason. You can score on Sparty. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we'll be watching that one. One game that was kind of just briefly mentioned by a guest earlier in this program, that being Jermaine Wiggins, whose son is on the University of Arizona Arizona football team. They were 24 and a half point underdogs. They finally got that win last week. Did uh, U of A Wildcats, Jed Fish in his first year down there, they won 10-3 over Cal. So they got off the schneid. Utah was laying 24 uh, at the close of business here at BetMGM. And Utah's kind of been that hot team in the Pac-12. Like, they've really figured it out. Yes. Not really figuring out Arizona right now. It is 31 to 29. Nine minutes left to go down there in Tucson. So uh, this would uh, not be a great loss for Kyle Whittingham and his guys. No, it would not. And, again, I I was going to get on that for karma's sake because he was so emphatic about it. You know, we have a show to do, Mm -hmm. and I I didn't get that in, so I'm rooting for Jermaine right now, and everybody else backing the Wildcats looking pretty darn good right now. Pre-flop here, only down by two at this juncture. Again, right now, four minutes to go before halftime. Ohio State with a 28-point lead over Purdue, 42-14, to and Georgia 17-10 to on Tennessee and trying to get more before the first half. To your point, Wes, we know you first half backers right there. If you took Tennessee, it is officially the sweat zone right now. So we'll give you updates on all those things, plus buy, sell, or hold in the SEC. Come on back. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. 
Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Football season is here. It's time to download BetMGM Sports. It's Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Back alongside West Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is Betting Across America. It was 42-14, to 14, Ohio State up on mm-hmm. Purdue. Purdue had 4th and 10, about the 15-yard line of Ohio State. Do you kick it, or do you go for Man. the first and goal scenario if you got the 4th and 10? I know it's still the first half, but God, you're not stopping these guys. I mean... Ohio State has like a million yards per play right now, and there they go, just gashing another one. Now they're already to midfield. You've got Ohio State already with 325 yards in the first half. They've run 29 plays, so they're well over 10 yards a play. You're not stopping these guys unless they fumble the ball or, you know, just kind of step up, step on their own you-know-what yep. here and, and, and go ahead and turn the ball over. So, Gosh, I think if you're Purdue, man, you pretty much got to go for it every single darn time. And they went. And they elected not to. Yeah, they kicked the field goal. They did make it. So 42 to 17 right now. So we'll keep an eye on there. We mentioned sweat zone for Tennessee first half backers. Right now, Georgia has it at about the just inside the 30 yard line Mm -hmm. of Tennessee. So again, a seven point game there with about a minute and a half to go before half. Flag on the play, uh, three uh, timeouts left for the dogs. I thought they actually would have been closer because Brock Bowers looked like he made an unbelievable mm-hmm. catch, but they called it incomplete on the field. They went ahead and reviewed it, did not go ahead and give it to him, but nevertheless, Georgia trying to drive down and see if they can get a touchdown here. They're certainly in field goal range, but Bowers gets penalized for the holding back there, so it'll be first and twenty. For the Bulldogs, they do have 124 left to go and three timeouts. Let's talk more Georgia and more specifically the SECs. We dive deeper into buy, sell, or hold on this conference right now. And, Wes, we're going to have Ben Fox join us from Mandalay Bay for this conversation. So, gentlemen, when you look at this pre-flop today, 
Georgia's still the uh, the heavy favorite, minus 225. Alabama got that easy win today there, plus 175. Texas A&M, they're not dead just yet. they got to win out. A lot of things have to happen, but 50-1 to one to still win this conference. And then Auburn with that devastating loss today, probably off the board now. And Ole Miss again in action tonight. Again, Texas A&M, they are 200-1. to one. So, Ben, let me start off with you, and I'll start off with Texas A&M. At 50 to 1, would you buy, sell, or hold the Aggies at that number? So I think I would buy it for a very small amount, right? So we talk a lot about kind of the unit betting, right, and how much you want to put down. I think that's worth a couple shekels, just in case Alabama loses Texas A&M, obviously the head-to-head victory there. It's, it's a long shot, right? It's 50 to 1 for a reason. So I think it's probably worth you know, putting a, a couple dollars on, depending on what your bankroll is. I think it's very unlikely to happen, but I think at that number, it's probably worth taking a shot at. Because look, I think it was one thing we've seen in college football and, and the NFL as well. Anything can happen on any given Saturday or Sunday. And all it takes right now is one game for Texas A&M to be right there in the SEC championship game. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. I mean, it's pizza money here if, if because the tiebreaker scenario, if Alabama all of a sudden loses, that comes into play. Alabama does have to play Arkansas at home next week, and then they have Auburn in the Iron Bowl. Mm-hmm. I know Auburn's lost two in a row, but it is the Iron Bowl. It is a rivalry game. Auburn has been at least pesky in some of those spots. Bo Nix, maybe as a home <laughs> underdog, can kind of make the Tiger season if they can upset the Crimson Tide. So it would be small here, but obviously if you look where it's priced in, the favorites are the favorites for a reason. Well, then let's get right to the brass tacks here, gentlemen. Talk about the big boys in the SEC. That, of course, is Georgia and Alabama. So Georgia right now in a bit of a tussle, up by seven right now uh, at Tennessee, minus 225. So, Wes, let me start this conversation with the Bulldogs with you. Buy, sell, or hold the dogs at that number of minus 225. I mean, at this point, I probably wouldn't be buying. I hope you were kind of in the market already when you could have got plus money essentially on this team. So it's like, you know, if you're laying 225 now, let's say we get the inevitable matchup or what we see is inevitable right now with Georgia and Alabama. What is the line going to be? Like, let's say both these teams went out and do their business. How much of a favorite do you think Georgia is going to be in that SEC championship game at minus 225? You know, that's not exactly like a one or a two point favorite here necessarily. I mean, that's going to be like, you know, four, five, five and a half, something like that. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if they're going to be that much on a neutral site necessarily over Alabama. So that's not necessarily what I would be laying. I already have Georgia at a much better number, but they're the best team. They have the best defense uh, and still up 17 to 10 here, 40 seconds left to go in the first half. But that looks a little bit high right now if you're wanting to lay that to win the SEC. Uh, ben, I'll, I'll toss the same question to you, sir. Georgia at that price tag, is it a little bit too steep as, as Wes is alluding to? Would you hold or would you potentially sell at minus 225? Yeah, I guess uh, at minus 225, I guess I'm selling. Obviously, I'm not trying to get out of that ticket uh, if I have that or sell that on PropSwap or another one of those or (laughs) or hedge somehow. I think you probably feel good in the number that you've gotten. I think what's interesting, though, is just that you always are a little concerned, the teams with very good defense and not necessarily that offense, right? And there's just, we saw certainly, again, Alabama was playing a cupcake today. 
But when they turn it on, there are very few teams that can match Alabama in terms of offensive weapons. And so I think that's ultimately what you kind of come back to. I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago. I texted a bookmaker. I believe they made it Georgia minus one on a neutral field. So Ooh. obviously that has likely changed. Uh, I would assume Georgia, like Wes was saying, probably would be over a field goal, or at least around a field goal. But I think when you're factoring that in, that's why that's probably too high a number for Georgia uh, to win the conference there. I probably would be holding that ticket uh, and feeling pretty good about it, but probably not buying at minus 225. Absolutely. And again, Wes, we heard uh, the roars yes. behind Ben for very good reason if you're a Georgia first halfback. Yeah, absolutely. It was uh, to James Cook for a touchdown. By the way, this was like 11, 11 and a half. Tennessee is the underdog in the first half. And Georgia goes ahead and scores here to make it 24 to 10. So about 37 seconds left to go. So we'll see if Tennessee can rally and get three, depending on if you got 11 and a half. Uh, Stetson uh -huh. Bennett, I got to give him credit. I agree if you trip Tepper at trip Tepper on Twitter. This is Stetson Bennett's team. You might be absolutely right. That was a very nice throw into the corner of the end zone. Georgia goes ahead and scores. And, you know, when Ben was talking about very two teams who match up with Alabama, well, this team's one of them. And, and we're going to probably, inevitably, you would think would see that here in about three weeks down in the old uh, Georgia Dell Mercedes-Benz Stadium, whatever it's called, down in Atlanta. These two, I think, are going to hook up in a heavyweight fight. It does feel like we're headed for a showdown to uh, borrow the song that they used at the end of Kingpin with Big Earn McCracken against Ernie Munson. So uh, we're finally going to get that showdown, we do believe. So to that end, gentlemen, Ben, let me start off with you. Alabama at plus 175, potentially, in that scenario here. Is there value there? Would you buy, sell, or hold at that number? Alabama, they got to run the table, right, the rest of the way then beat Georgia in that SEC title game in order to cash that ticket. What do you make of that plus value there? Yeah, this is the big question, right? I think it all kind of depends when you go through your personal power ratings what you would make that game on a neutral site, right? And you have to kind of compare what makes sense based on your numbers. I think if you think it's going to be a higher spread, then you would potentially wait, right? Because you're going to get a higher number at Alabama, whether that's, let's just say, plus 200, plus 225, plus 250. But I think it's probably good, again, to buy a little bit, right, on Alabama. More, more often than not, you figure they're probably going to run the table and get to that SEC championship game. That's generally what they've done. And I think you'll probably feel good having some of that Alabama to win uh, the SEC in your back pocket there. So I would probably still buy a little bit of that. And I think the game, again, as we'll get to hopefully in a couple weeks, will be a fascinating battle. I think anytime you're getting Alabama with points, even with that Georgia defense, that's probably the way that I would lean. Georgia's got it. They still have to prove it against Alabama in the biggest game to me. Yeah, and this comes down to kind of like an arbitrage situation where you're kind of shopping from book to book and seeing what you're getting. And at plus 175, Ooh. like, look, if they were like a two-and-a-half-point underdog, I mean, the money line would be like plus 120 right. or plus 125. So this is $1.75. So just from the number, depending on what you compare with other shops around, I assume these are BetMGM numbers, depending on what you do, this would be just on the number I would buy necessarily because this might be the best number you're going to get. All right, we're going to check back in with Ben Falks here uh, in just a little bit out there at Mandalay Bay. Thanks, Ben. But very quickly, because you handicap everything, 
Roy Munson against Big Earn McCracken. How did you have that one? Was that a slight favorite to Big Earn, or did you think Roy Munson could win that bowling match? Yeah, I thought Munson was a live underdog. Absolutely. He was a live dog. He just didn't want to lose to a guy with a hook, and he didn't, <laughs> as Big Earn did get that win. When we come back, uh, Thor Nystrom is going to join us here, senior NFL and college football content creator for NBC Sports Edge. Talk about everything we've seen so far in college football. We're back. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. We have a new prop tracker now available at VEASAN.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to VEASAN.com to get the current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and much, much more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at VEASAN.com slash NFL. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds right here on VEASAN. And right now, Ohio State has mercifully gone to the half for Purdue 45 17 Ohio State does get progress, I guess, for the Boilermakers. They did hold them to three there, but 45 to 17. Ohio State up 28, basically going to be minus six and a half for the second half. So 34 and a half in game, 91 and a half your current in game total at Bet MGM. So going to be 45 17 Buckeyes and then Michigan State knocking on the door, trying to get a score against Maryland here late in the first half. And then a reminder we are at halftime, Georgia, Tennessee. Georgia minus seven and a half for the second half, 25 and a half the total. Okay. And again, uh, 13 to 10 Minnesota over Iowa right now as they begin the third quarter there. And that is for, for what pig again? The uh, bronze pig, the bronze uh, pig. Floyd of Rosedale trophy. Fabulous name for a trophy right now. Let's welcome in Thor Nystrom to the show. He is of course a senior NFL and college football content creator for NBC sports edge. Thor, welcome to the program here. Betting across America. Very quickly, before we get to the results uh, from earlier today, obviously Oklahoma's lost the biggest one. I'm watching this Georgia game, and we were talking about it here before we begun this conversation. Georgia, there's just no holes, a 14-point lead right now. Uh, as you look ahead, and we were just discussing Georgia against Alabama potentially in an SEC title game, has Georgia really separated themselves from Alabama? Or do you look at those two schools in the SEC and say they clearly are you know, 1-1A? One one um, I think there's been some separation there for sure. I mean, in, in my numbers coming into this week, uh, Georgia would have been a, a 4.2 point favorite uh, over Alabama on a, on a neutral site. I don't think that's going to change at all because of Alabama's romp over UL Monroe today. And, and like you're mentioning, I mean, you know, it, it's another, another good opponent that Georgia's just slapping around on their home field. What do you say? They, they don't even need JT Daniels to do that. This or George Pickens. I mean, or, or uh, Daniels. Right, like or, or, uh, Eric Gilbert, it's 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 really astounding, you know, considering all the personnel losses they had, what they're doing. Yeah, and uh, you're seeing that Stetson Bennett, and we were kind of talking about that earlier, wow. Thor. It's like, okay, is it going to get to a point where Kirby Smart is going to have to pick a quarterback here between Bennett and JT Daniels? Based on what we're seeing in this first and half, first half, it looks like Stetson Bennett's going to be the guy at least until further notice. Yeah, so far, he just looks like the, the more competent quarterback. Look, nothing against Daniels here, but this is growing into Stetson Bennett's team, it does look like. Uh, Thor, let's get to the shocker of the day in Waco, Texas today, where Baylor gets that 27-14 win over Oklahoma. Uh, when you look at Oklahoma and the pathway of the college football playoff, we know that they're not out, but certainly this was a bigger hit. 
What do you think is the tougher road to navigate now to get into that conversation? Is it for Oklahoma or is it for Cincinnati? Definitely for Oklahoma. Um, I, I think this really, really hurts them. Obviously, they were eight coming in, you know, to this game, and they're going to be lower than eight, uh, you know, next week or whatever. And so, you know, they might tumble down to 13 or something like that. Um, whereas Cincinnati, this is, I mean, you should be celebrating if you're in Cincinnati. This, this is what you were looking for. I mean, you know, last week you wanted Wake Forest to lose. This week you wanted Oklahoma to lose. You know, the, the undefeateds are, I mean, they, they've dropped outside of Georgia. So I, I think Cincinnati's path to the playoff is, is now clear. Yeah, and Thor, to continue upon that point, how many more dominoes? And you mentioned last week Wake Forest loses, so that essentially takes the ACC out of the mix. Mm-hmm. And then Oklahoma loses. Now still Oklahoma State, perhaps, if they can beat Oklahoma, could be a one-loss team. How many more dominoes do you think need to fall for Cincinnati before they can feel at least somewhat safely that maybe they'll be in the top four at the end here? I don't really think they need much help. Um, you know, I, I I could certainly be in a minority with that opinion, but I, I don't think so. They they ranked fifth, you know, coming into this. Notre Dame's going to keep rising. And as far as Notre Dame goes, the, you know, you, you have the quality one on their resume. The teams ahead of them, Ohio State, Oregon, and then, of course, Alabama and Georgia. So, so uh the, the, the nightmare scenario there is that Ohio State and Oregon both win their conference and then Alabama narrowly beats Georgia in the SEC title game, so you have to let both of them in. But I think that would basically be the only scenario that would keep Cincinnati out at this point, and that feels pretty remote to me. Absolutely, Thor. And again, I, I know that it's just, as we've been saying here uh, throughout the afternoon, the, the Tuesday night affairs when we get the new rankings, it's just a TV show, and it really doesn't matter a whole lot. So it might not even matter if Michigan jumps ahead of Cincinnati this week. But do you think that the committee might do that because of the impressive nature of their win today at Happy Valley versus Cincinnati's, shall we say, lackluster performance in victory last night? They definitely could. Um, I would view it as an unforced error for a a couple different reasons. First of all, I I just don't think it's, it's justified, but also because only one Big Ten team is getting in. And so if you want to sort of screw around with Cincinnati by putting another Big Ten team above them, that's just going to end up, you know, not making the title game and winning it. Because the, the only Big Ten team that can, can get in at this point is the 12-1 and one team that wins, you know, the the, right. the the conference or whatever. So I just, yeah, I, I, I for me, no. Yeah. Thor, looking at the uh, team that we have not mentioned so far, they're going to be in late action tonight. They're getting Washington State at home, and that's the Oregon Ducks, who, when you're looking at these ratings, look, Michigan was ahead of Michigan State, even though Michigan State beat them on the field, and yet Oregon, that didn't matter there, but it matters for Oregon beating Mm -hmm. Ohio State at Ohio State, and Oregon's still there at number three. They have not looked great like they're in championship or playoff form, but nevertheless, they're still winning games, and that's the bottom line. Do you think Oregon, if they went out, is going to stay there, or are we going to get into like a TCU situation a few years ago where they were number three, they whacked, uh, I think it was uh, I think it was Iowa State, they beat like 55-3, to three, and they still dropped them down in favor of a second SEC team. So do you see Oregon maybe getting a similar fate here? If if Oregon wins out, I don't see them getting a similar fate just because the, the committee's been so bullish with them and winning out would require beating Utah twice away from Eugene, right? And so it, it, those things in conjunction, I don't think so. But, but going at it the other way, 
Um, the, the odds that Oregon does that, I think, are certainly less than 50%. In fact, when, when they play at Utah uh, next week, my numbers are going to have Utah as, as a three-point yep. favorite. So, that, you know, um, I mean, we have to see what happens the rest of the day. But um, And then on a neutral, um, I have it just about even. And so, yeah, I just I, – for me, th- th- they're not going to get there. So I'm not as worried about them. And to Thor's point on that Oregon-Utah, I've seen some look-ahead lines. Utah about two and a half. I know Thor makes it three. So this is likely to be that unranked favorite unless Utah gets ranked uh, here this week. Uh, they w- they did, by the way, uh, hold on against Arizona 38-29. So maybe a little bit of a look-ahead there as a big favorite on the road against a one-win Arizona team. And Jermaine Wiggins, who we had earlier on the program, gave out that winner today for Arizona. So, Jermaine, thanks for, uh, for hopping on and giving us that winner, Thor, let's continue this conversation. Speaking of winners, I wonder about Texas A&M tonight laying a small number on the road, but not just for tonight's game, uh, Thor, for this conversation. What about a true long shot to still potentially win the SEC? When I look at them, about 50 to 1 here for Texas A&M. Is that a plausible long shot scenario, or do you think you're really just throwing your money away on wishing for a miracle? I think that one might be wishing for a miracle. Um, and maybe I'm just saying that because I, I can't see the path because I sort of like uh, Mississippi tonight. Uh, my numbers on that game are, are pick them. Um, and, you know, just the, the path, even if they do, um, it, it's just kind of bleak. But, um, yeah, I mean, so I, I, I do like the Rebels, though, tonight in that one. Okay, so we'll see uh, how that's going to happen there with Lane Kiffin at home, according to your numbers, are getting some good value if you're taking those two and a half points that they're getting right now against Texas A&M. I, I do wonder also, Thor, very quickly, just again, trying to find some teams outside of, let's just say, the top four uh, for the college football playoff. What about in the final minute and a half that we have? Michigan State's up by 13 right now. Sparty, when you look at them and their numbers and how they stack out, are they still a live player here or again that loss last week to Purdue is going to kind of be the end of their hopes? They're definitely still a live player. And the reason is because they still have a game at Ohio state. And if you win that, um, I mean, you know, not only are you going to get into the big 10 title game, uh, you know, above them, but then you have the Trump card that, that Oregon has also that, that would hurt Oregon. Oregon's obviously rooting for Ohio state to win out. Cause that, that sort of props them up. Um, as far as Michigan, they were, they were plus uh, 8,000 at the, the number that I saw this past week in terms of their title odds. So I, I do think there's a path there, but they're going to have to win at Ohio State. They're going to have to win at home against Penn State. And then they're going to have to go into the Big Ten title game and play, you know, whether it's Wisconsin, whether it's uh, Iowa or, or whoever. You're going to have to win those three straight games. If they can do it, yeah, I, I do think they're in. Okay, let's see if they can get that done so far right now. Looking pretty good at College Park. Uh, Thor, really appreciate the time and the information. Follow him on Twitter at ThorKU. Enjoy the rest of the games, Thor, and we appreciate the time. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate you. Absolutely. So, again, when we come back here, Iowa has just taken the lead on Minnesota, 17-13. So, that pig, that bronze pig, yes. is getting closer and closer. Maybe Speaking going. of quarterbacks winning a job, maybe Alex Padilla, best pass play for Iowa all season. All right. More uh, updates and scores and line changes when you come back with us. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sports books, welcomes you with a special offer on college football. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any college game, and if your team scores a touchdown, you're going to win 200 bucks in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VSIN200 when you make your very first wager. Enjoy college football like never before. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use the bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets if the college team you bet on scores a touchdown. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. And Wes, it looks like Michigan State is going to have to go to the half with a 13-point lead, 27-14. But you don't like Sparty's uniforms today with the giant state. 
yeah. across the what chest. What is that like a 36 point uh courier new font Huge. like if you're if you have like a paragraph in a term paper that you're trying to make like three pages or something. <laughs> I mean, that's what it looks like. That state is like this wide. As big a state yeah. font as you yes, can get. Yes, that, that, that is a state the size of Texas from landmass perspective. But nevertheless, 27 to 14, Michigan State goes into the half with the lead over Maryland. So pretty sharp offensively early now. Can be had a little bit, and mm. Maryland's had them in a couple big plays, but Peyton, Peyton Thorne looks very good. 17 of 23 for 209 and three scores. So we'll get you a second half price momentarily. By the way, second half for Ohio State and Purdue, another game in the Big Ten is Ohio State minus seven at BetMGM, 32 on the total. So Ohio State is up 45 to 17. Keep in mind they closed 20, 20 and a half-ish. Actually, Purdue got a lot of the sport, as we were talking about with Ben Fox, but so far... The favorite Buckeyes look very much in championship form. And I think we're going to go back out to Ben Fox out there at Mandalay Bay and get some final thoughts from Ben as we get ready to wrap up betting across America. So, Ben, what's the atmosphere like now? Because, again, I don't know if it's the calm after the storm here, after the Oklahoma loss, and obviously the Ohio State game doesn't feel like, well, it's over, but obviously it's not over. Technically, what's the vibe like out there and anything you're seeing coming in here for any of these late games tonight? Yeah, a little more relaxed, I think, after that uh, that Michigan-Penn State game. I think a lot of uh, happy Ohio State backers, certainly. Uh, and in more, whether it's a vocal minority with Georgia backers, definitely some people backing Georgia. Um, and again, as we said, just because it was across the nation at BetMGM that Purdue plus 20 and a half doesn't mean, as we've talked with Mike before, that it means at Mandalay Bay and certainly the people watching the games are backing Purdue plus 20 and a half. Uh, I warned you guys, right? I said the public underdog, mm. you got to watch out with Purdue. We'll see what happens with the Tennessee game. Certainly you're feeling better if you're holding a Tennessee plus 20 and a half ticket, I think, than you are Purdue. I believe Ohio State had seven possessions in the first half and six of them were touchdowns with one field goal. <laughs> so as well as you guys are talking about with whether you're going for field goals there, you're probably not stopping Ohio State. You probably want to try and score that touchdown. But look, a lot, a lot of game left to go, but they need some serious halftime adjustments, I would say, in that Purdue locker room to make this a competitive game and have a, a chance of covering that number. Public underdogs tend to be uh, sent to slaughter, really, if you're looking at it mm -hmm. long term. But one underdog that wasn't a public underdog, and it's against an undefeated team, UTSA late in the Ooh. third quarter down to Southern Miss, 17 to 10. Southern Miss, I believe, was a 33-point underdogs. I got to see if they even put a money line on this game anywhere, if maybe... Because usually when you get a favorite that big, you don't always get like right. money lines put up. Uh, and actually, I did see uh, one at a spot here in town at plus 5,000 on the money line. Wow. Now, look, I'd love to hit 5,000 on a golf future. Sure. That's 50 to 1, essentially. So 17 to 10 right now. Southern Miss just under a minute to go in the third quarter. All right, Ben, great job for us all day long over there at Mandalay Bay. We always appreciate your time and your updates, sir. Enjoy the rest of your college football Saturday, Ben. Thanks. You too, guys. All right. So, again, Ben did uh, great work for us uh, as a VP of digital content here at VEASAN. Again, uh, JT Daniels, we've seen what he's been doing so far. He's been uh, waiting to try he, to get He an can't get off the bench because Stetson Bennett, our, our guy here, is uh, leading Georgia with relative aplomb here, 24 to 10. Maybe the decision is being made in terms of who Kirby is going to stick with. Wow. Uh, I know uh, our regular listener, Trip Tepper, saying this is going to be Stetson Bennett's team. I can't really disagree with him.
So let's see if that holds. But again, you're starting to play this well. I wonder if this is just the way it's going to be. Hendon Hooker is going to have to get uh, back on point here for Tennessee in the second half as they are down by 14. Florida State still really manhandling Miami here. And again, we've talked a lot about Manny Diaz. It felt like the team was kind of, they weren't quitting on him at the middle, middle part of the year here. But boy, this is a tough Potentially a tough loss there mm-hmm. if you're a Miami backer because you felt like things were getting back and going in the right direction. They are right now have a first and goal deep in Florida State territory. But, Wes, it's got to be a disappointing performance if you're a Miami backer. Yeah, and, and Miami, and this is not a fluky score here. It's 20-7. to 7. Now Miami is going to be in the red zone. I believe the runner was down, so that doesn't look like a fumble. Miami will retain possession. But 269 yards for Florida State, 125 for Miami. And all of a sudden, we've got a little bit of a passing game out of Jordan Travis. Mm. And really, he's been very erratic, though, in the football, but making solid throws, solid decisions. 10 of 13 for 144 is a player down on the field. That's why the stoppage in play. But right now, the the uh, Seminoles, minus 6.5, currently up 20 to 7, 55.5 on the current in-game total. Miami, though, is in scoring position. And one other score I just wanted to get your thoughts on here. Guns up in Lubbock. All of a sudden, my goodness, they are laying out Iowa State here with about five minutes to go in the third yeah. quarter. What do you make of this number here? Because we thought Iowa State, they're supposed to be the better team. Clearly, interim situation here at Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Right now, they're playing down and there. And with a guy that essentially, I believe, started the season like third on the depth chart, Donovan Smith. Remember, Tyler Shuck. The Oregon transfer yeah. out today with a broken collarbone. And look, you have Texas Tech. They made the coaching change. Sonny Cumby, a former Red Raider quarterback in his own right. The offensive coordinator becomes the interim coach. Matt Wells is out. How about Iowa State? What a, Everybody was expecting Iowa mm-hmm. State this year. They were the buzz team that when we're previewing these conferences here on VSIN and everywhere else all summer, it's like, Oh, Iowa State. Watch out for Iowa State. This is where Matt Campbell's going to get Oklahoma. And Matt Campbell is always rumored for pretty much every big right. job. It's like, when are you going to finally leave Ames? And they've been disappointing. And I think that's kind of what happens when you're a program not used to a lot of success. And this was a team that was in the Fiesta Bowl last year that, that I believe beat Oregon. So, you know, when you get all this success and you get all these distractions, like where's our coach going to go? Or you're thinking, you know, you're a little bit better than you are. And then you lose perspective sometimes of what got you there. And I think that could have happened to Iowa State this year. I did not expect them to be unranked in 6-3. and three. No. Certainly not losing at Texas Tech with an interim coach. Because this did get bet before. Because we mentioned that injury uh, to the uh, quarterback, Tyler Shuck, the Oregon transfer. And then all of a sudden, Iowa State got the support. It was 10, pretty much 10.5 all week. Close 13 at BetMGM. Wow. So far, no problem for the Red Raiders. Speaking of uh, teams without a coach right now, TCU, obviously Gary Patterson has left that program. They take on Oklahoma State and Mike Gundy. I want to get your thoughts on that because we saw TCU early on without Patterson uh, play really well, put up a, a good effort here. What about, do they regress to the mean a little bit against Oklahoma State and that really good defense that Mike Gundy has? This is a really interesting price now at 11. This was, I believe, 13, 13 and a half earlier in the week. TCU's gotten a little bit of support Oklahoma State has actually covered seven straight games. They've held consecutive opponents out of the end zone. Last week, they kind of pushed around West Virginia a little bit right. because they were a very small road favorite. And a West Virginia team won a couple in a row, and Oklahoma State just went and toyed with them. They had eight sacks in that game against West Virginia, and they limited Kansas to 143 yards a week before, 55-3 to win. So Oklahoma State's defense has been rock solid, and they've covered seven in a row. 
why the hell is the line moving against right? him is what you got to ask. And that's what makes me a little bit suspicious, uh, you know, fishy, fishy here that maybe there's some life here, I believe, in the TCU Horn Frogs. Are they rejuvenated off going ahead and, uh, and beating uh, Baylor last week? Okay, very quickly, 90 seconds left in the show. Washington State against Oregon. We mentioned we've seen some of these style points that, uh, that it looks like Ohio State's putting up against a, a good opponent today in Purdue. Does Oregon need to start doing that against Washington State, the team they should beat up? Yeah, tonight. I think no time like the present. But I'll tell you, Washington State's been through a lot of adversity this year, obviously losing multiple assistants, including Nick Rolovich, did not comply with the uh, vaccine mandate yep. at Washington State. So they are out. Washington State's getting some support. And I've been betting against Oregon and been getting paid on some tickets here because their numbers have been inflated. Now I think it's come down just enough. You get a Washington State team off a of bye – and they're 6-0 and against the number in their last six games. That's why Oregon is getting faded. I may buy low on the Ducks here because Washington State has been a cover machine, really, in this series. But now I think it's gotten low under two touchdowns here. Oregon, I think, is in a show-me position. I think they might show it against a Washington State team that's off a bye that might have been kind of like relieved to get through all this drama that they have and maybe running a little on empty here in Eugene tonight. And speaking of drama, who knows who's going to get the bronze pig? 17-16, Iowa has the lead right now at home about five minutes to go in the third quarter. Wes, always enjoy it. Six hours in the books for us. James Salinas and Brady Cannon next right here, taking you home the rest of the way. We'll see you tomorrow on the Green Zone right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.